Sukkot daf mem beis, the last line of mem alaf mem beis, Rabbi Yisya Eimer, and on Mishnah we say to Rabbi Yisya Eimer, Rabbi Yisya said, Yontav Rishul Shachag, Shacholis B'Shabbos, if the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, and the Beis Migdash, they used to take the lulav and be yaitzu with it on the first day of Yontav, if it fell on Shabbos, V'Shachach, and this person forgot that it was Shabbos, V'Hitzit Salulav, Rishus Rabbim, and he wanted to ask a Shailah on how to use his lulav, and he took it out to Rishus Rabbim, and he carried four Amis in Rishus Rabbim, or he carried from Rishus Yochid into Rishus Rabbim, which of course is Issa Durai. And generally, he'd be chayiv to bring a chatas if he did such a thing in Bishoigig. But Abbasi says, that you still be pot and not going to be chayiv a chatas because you took it out of Bishos. What does that mean? Rashi says, Bishos mitzvah, shall you tarab mitzvah, since you were busy with the mitzvah, or mechashev, and you're thinking, vaasuk, or memayalas, and you're rushing to do the mitzvah, or betekach tov, vishachach shu shabbos, vikasav Abbasi, tovit va mitzvah, vishog va karis, potum mikarbin. So Agamar starts, Oma baya, baya states, and we turned up membezim alf, loishon, the only time Abbasi. He says din that tovid va mitzvah is going to be pata el shloyatzabai only if you were not yotzi yet yochiv of lulav because then you're tovid va mitzvah abu yotzabai if you already were yotzi yochiv of lulav and now you carry it out into rishus ram at that point you're going to be chayiv because you're not a tovid va mitzvah as Rashi points out loishan the pata el shloyatzi they chayvus the tilos kaidim sheyitzu the hashet tarab mitzvah the tovid va mitzvah abu yotzabai kaidim sheyitzu sulei tovid va mitzvah v'loy tarab mehashdo be mitzvah like I say because you're not busy right now in doing and performing the Mitzvah. So the Gemara says, how could Abayi even say such a concept and make a chilip between these things? But our Mishnah we're talking about a lulav. And the moment that you pick up a lulav, you are yaitza. So you'll never have a case where you're carrying a lulav in a shisram where you weren't yaitza. As the Gemara is, the moment that you pick up a lulav, you're already yaitza. And if so, how could Abayi say such a chilip? So Omar Abayi, Abayi himself responds and says, that our Mishnah, that our basis says, that's Tabit Ramisa, is talking when you picked up the lulav, but you turned it over. As Rashi says, Says that you took lamata that you took the top of the lulav and turned it upside down, and since the lulav and hadasim and aravis are facing the wrong way, it's not derek and it's not the standard way that they grew, and therefore you're not going to be yitzah. So that's why when you walk into Rosh Hashanah at that point you tarbid va mitzvah and you're going to be potter. Now three quick points. First of all, it's interesting that Rashi spoke about the lulav itself. He could have actually spoken about the estrogen and said you took the estrogen and turned it over, as we saw on Taisus Lamites Amid Aleph. Also, Rabbein Chananel over. Here explains the word Kishahavchai that you took the Esrog and you placed it in your right hand, you took the Lulub, Hadassim, and the Rabbis and you placed it in your left hand, and since it's not in your right hand, you're actually not going to be Yitzah. That's Ma'akim. Number three, the top taste of the Amid points out that this Shrikh by the fact that Abayi responded as follows, so Mashmid is fearlay the Mitzvah in its Shrikh's Kavana, it's Mashmid Abayi also agrees that Mitzvahs do not need Kavana because otherwise he could have just responded and said, the reason why Midagbe, you're not going to be Nafik, and it's considered Tabit Va Mitzvah is because Mitzvah's Shrikh's Kavana and he didn't have Kavana. And the Gemara continues, Rava, and Rava says, I feel I can explain the Mishnah even when you didn't turn over. But what we're referring to over here is when you took the Lulav and the Esrik out in a Kli, and therefore you weren't holding it, and that's why you weren't Yitzah, and that's why it's still considered Tabit Va Mitzvah. In fact, how could Rava say because he took it out in a Kli, and that's why you're not Yitzah? But Rava is of the opinion that when taking something, even through some other item that you're holding with, they still consider Lakicha, and therefore, it's considered that velakach, and you could be yaitza with yechiv of lulav. For example, if you held it with a handkerchief, as we learned earlier, hanimili the gemara answers derech covered that Rava said so to them. Malakicha lidei davachish malakicha is if you're doing a derech covered, you're holding it with a nice handkerchief. I'm a derech bezayin light, but you're just holding it in a kli, and you're not actually holding your hands at all. You're just lying there flat on a kli. That would not be a kiyum of mitzvahs lulav, as Rashi points out. Derech bezayin kagoyim bekaira if it's on a plate. Now, prior to starting the new gemara, let's start with a small 
Hakdama, we know that there are two types of oifas that are brought in the base of Mikdash as a carpet. There's a chatas oif and there's an oil oif. The differences are as follows. The chatas oif were generally brought where the Kayan would do malika on the bird in the southwest corner of the Mizbech on my rubbish Dreymus. The oil oif was brought Dreymus Mizrachis on the southeast side of Mizbech and then they took the blood and they squeezed out the blood. The oil oif was done and the chatas oif was done on the lower portion of Mizbech in addition, the chatas oif the din is that the Kayan would eat the entire oif and the oil oif the din was that the entire oif was placed on the Mizbech and completely colored and burnt on the Mizbech. Also, since an oil oif has to be completely burnt on the Mizbech, if a Kayan actually goes and eats it, then he was mild bagdish and he has to bring a karmila. And also keep in mind that when a Kayan eats from a chatas, he's actually a mitzvah because the Pasuk says from they were the ones that bring the kapara, actually eat them and achilas kachim is actually a mitzvah sasei. So let's start our Gemara. Amr Rav Huna, Rav Huna stated, that the din of Rav Yesi, that he said, that Tabit Mitzvah Yipata, is also stated in the following case. If you found an Oyel that was found between Chata Saif, because they were done in the same corner, that even though that Oyel generally was brought on the southeast corner of the Mizbech, however, if there were a lot of Kahanim over there, then they would actually go in the southwest corner that was not Ma'akiv, and therefore it was possible to get mixed up between Oyel Saif and Chata Saif. And this Kayan thought that this bird was a chatzayf, but Achlani went and ate it. The din is a pata because your tabid va mitzvah, as we stated before, that eating from a chatas is a mitzvah, and therefore you're going to be pata. So, my kamashman, what's the chiddush? The tabid va mitzvah pata, that's exactly what he taught us in our mishnah. So, what's the chiddush of Huna? The Gemara answers, you might think, the reason why in our mishnah it's tabid va mitzvah that you're going to be pata, the other mitzvah, because when you take the lulub, actually, there is a mitzvah that you're going to do, and not only that you thought about doing a mitzvah, you're actually performing a mitzvah because you can be Yitzhi Lulu at some point when you go to the Rav and then afterwards you come out and you perform the mitzvah, you actually did the mitzvah. Over here you tell while you're involved in the mitzvah, but other mitzvah, even though you wanted to do a mitzvah, you didn't actually do a mitzvah because eating of this wasn't eating a chat saif. You were actually eating a saif, which is not a mitzvah, it's an avera actually, and therefore you actually did an avera. So maybe a maloy, maybe Rabbi Yesi wouldn't say that then over here that Tabudra mitzvah, the loyal mitzvah that you put that even in the case where you talk about a mitzvah and you didn't actually perform any mitzvah, you still could be potter because your kavana was on a mitzvah. Now, Ayin Tesis over here, we points out that there's a Gemara in Pesachim that says that Rabbi Yesi only potters by Lulav because there's money bulb, because you have to do it quickly because you want to make sure that you yitzvah of Lulav today. And this was actually the Lashon of Rashi in the Mishnah, as he said, mitzvah mitzvah, and you're doing it quickly. So, what's the idea over here that's bulb? And that time says, so by eating of kachim, it's also a time period because because every kain is nervous that a chata should not come to Naisa and therefore he's also bal and that's why it fits into the cloud and the Gemara continues I'll bring you a raya against the dinner of Rav Huna Rav Huna just said that Biasi even said the kinds of Tabit Mitzvah even if it's Mitzvah so the Gemara says we have a bride that says which was not checked before Shabbos the din is that it's chayiv chatos if you bring it on Shabbos, but tzarach tamid and you have to bring another tamid in its place. So you see over here, even though the chayiv tamid va mitzvah, because you were trying to bring the carbon tamid, still since v'loy asa mitzvah, you didn't actually perform a mitzvah because a tamid that was not checked is possible to be brought as a carbon tamid. And Taisa points out by filling nimtzat tam, and even if it turns out that this carbon was actually a tam and it was not a balmum, there's still a din of bika dal yamim, which is ma'akiv, and therefore this carbon tamid is possible. But the how can you say that chayiv chatos? And according 
according to Rabbi Huna just taught us in Rabbi Yasi, Lachari should be potter, and Rabbi Yasi himself says that he chayiv chatas. On that, Gemara answers, Amalei Barminadahi, you can't bring me right from that case. In my law, Amrav Shmuel Bachatoy, Amrav Menuna Saba, Amrav Yisro Bashiyan, Amrav Huna, Amrav Rab, Kagoyin Shavir, Melishka Shainim Vakarin. The case over there was we took this animal from Melishka where none of the animals that were inside were checked. And Rashi explains that in that Toy B'Dvar Mitzvah, Shabbatlam Shabbalishka Zu, Ainu Torich, Ainu Oindum Lakrav, Aliyas Chardalim, Master Yikruvu. That you can't say that this person was nervous and concerned when you're going to go actually bring these as a carbon because none of the actual sheep that are in this Lishka are ready for the carbon tumid. You can't say you're worried about the time of the Tamid. You are actually Karvel You should have been much more careful in going into the right room by the fact that you went into the wrong room. That's now Tabad Vamitzah. That's already something which is Karvel Mezid. And therefore, even Rabbi Yesu would agree that Yechai Bechatas. And we continue with the new Mishnah. That a woman could take a estrogen and lulav from the hand of a child or from the hand of a husband and she could place it back into the water in order. To keep it fresh and not wither away on Shabbos, even though you might think that that's a problem of Muksa, as we'll see in the Gemara. Rabbi Huda says, the Shabbos Machsiyun, on Shabbos, you'll let take the agat of the Lulav and place it back into water. As Rashi says, because you took it out of there today from the same water, but you now let it in water. And you for sure can't go and replace the water to spill out these to go and place more cold water inside. The Torah, the money. Because you're doing a tircha to be a masakin mana as nirikin masakin mana. However, on Yantav itself, you're even allowed to increase and add water to the water that's already there. Over Mayin Machlifin and on Chalamayin, you're allowed to even switch out water. And Rashi says, now you're allowed to, but Bechal Shemayin, mitzvah lachlif, it's actually a mitzvah lachlif because then the lulav will stay better. And when you take the lulav the next day, the lulav will be nicer, and therefore it will be a kim of Zekhel and Van Veyu. But the Mishnah says that a cotton that knows how to do Nanuyim. On a lulav, then he's chayiv in the mitzvah lulav midrabanan based on the mitzvah of chinuch. Either the father, of course, is chayiv in that mitzvah, or potentially the cotton himself has a chiyav midrabanan to do mitzvahs. And we begin the gemara. Our mission just said that mekabelus ishmi abeno miabaylo mechzirasulamayim that a woman could take a lulav and place it into the water. So for gemara pshita, why do you think not like that? And the gemara responds malatay mahel veisha la baschiyuvahi because an isha is not really a baschiyuv to take a lulav because it's a mitzvah seishas man grama aim loisikabel maybe it would be muksafar and therefore she can't take it from her husband or from a child and place it back in the water. Kamash Mulan, that is not a problem of Tiltal. As Rashi says, Kivin the royal and Tilas Anashim, since it's right for a man to take Lulav and use that on Shabbos, Taris Klilav, therefore it has a dinner of a or Mutal Betiltal and therefore it's Mutal Betiltal even for a woman. Other Rishonim explain very simply that a woman, even though it's a Mitzvah say she has my grandma, but Lemaisa, a woman can take a Lulav and Esrik, and therefore it's not a problem of Tiltal. And the Gemara continues to be stated on Mishnah that a cotton is chayiv in mitzvah of chinuch once he knows how to shake the lulav. So the Gemara says, We're going to go through a few things as far as the chayiv of chinuch for a cotton. The first thing, as we said on Mishnah, once he knows how to do nanuyim, then he's chayiv in lulav. Number two, once he knows how to wrap himself with a talus, chayiv b'tzitzis, he's going to be chayiv in tzitzis. Now, it seems to be a very low madrega, but it's atifas yishmeilim, which was a little bit more difficult, and that's a little bit older. Lishmat filin, at the time that he knows how to guard his tefillin, as Rashi points out, he knows not to go into Bisekise. Others say he'll be careful not to sleep in them, and others say that he'll be careful not to be a fiach ben. Bryson teaches us that his father should go and buy for tefillin, and the reason why over here it says he should buy for tefillin, and by tzitzis, and by lulub it says chayib lulub and chayib tzitzis. So Taisus 
reason Erechim points out because by tzitzis it's possible he already has a talus. By Luv, he could use his father's. However, by tefillin, it was normal for him to get his own pair of tefillin, and that's why he buys of him. Other Rishayim explain a little bit different. Yedel Daba, once he knows how to speak of Lamde Torah, the Kriyashma, then right away his father should teach him Torah as well as Kriyashma. Torah, Mai, what's Torah? You give him and teach him the Pasuk of Torah, Tzivalad Maisha, Mayrash Kilazakim. Kriyashma, Mai, Pasuk, Rishon, only the first Pasuk. Of course, he should learn more than that, but once he knows how to read the first Pasuk, you should teach him the first Pasuk. If the cotton knows and understands Allah's of Tumah, Rashi says, Mitumis Mago, Massive Oil, and he's careful for them, then if a Godel sees this child touching tires, then you don't have to worry, and you can eat the tires, you don't have to be Khajr that maybe came to me. And Rashi points out, but at that point, you would still be Khajr, as you die, are still Tame, because Stam, you die, are considered Shneas, and a child, it's much harder to watch only your hands, because you die and become Tame very quickly, because once you miss Das, then automatically they become Tame. And therefore, if a child would touch something with his hands, then we would have to be Khajr, maybe his hands were Tame, as Shneas Latumah, Midra Banan. And the Gemara continues, Lishma is Yadav, the child knows how to watch his hands and guard them from becoming Tame from Shneas Midra Banan, then you could eat from their hands, Tyrus, meaning that even if they touch with their hands, which Astami Dai Mashneas, we don't have to worry, and we consider those pairs or those things that they touch, Tar. If there's a child that knows that if you ask him a question about Tum and Tyra, he'll know how to respond and he'll give an honest response, and he'll either respond that it became Tame or it's not Tame or he's not sure, then Bishus Yachin Sveikri Tame, Bishus Ram Sveikri Tar, it has the regular dinim of Suffolk Tum Bishus Harabim or Bishus Yachin, and we know that we learn from Saita that if the Suffolk Tum Bishus Yachin, then just like a Saita becomes Tame, also Sveikri is Tame, and Bishus Rabbim, just like a Saita, if she's not in seclusion, the din is that it does not become a Saita, and therefore the Sveika is Tar, which is standard dinam of Toma. Taisa points out that this is actually a Kula because the din would be that if you have a child that doesn't know, then the din would be. If you have a Suffolk about Toma, and the only one that knows is the child, then the din is that just like by a Saita, that it has to be someone that has Dasli Shal, also Benigay and Toma, it has to be someone that has Dasli Shal. And since the child doesn't have Das, so therefore the actual Suffolk of Toma, even in over here would actually be tar ayin tesis and the Gemara continues how you dare lift his cap of cholkalay truma based on gardens if there's a child that's already a gadol like Rashi points out that has a chiv now to do nesiyas kapayim and to duchin then the din is that you could actually give him truma even in the base of even in public but Rashi points out that if there's a child that's not yet a gadol at that point you can't give him truma begayin but you could still give it to him privately in his home as long as he's a child that is already knowing and understanding how to guard truma then you could give it to him, but in private and not begirin and not in public. And Rashi explains that a cotton that's not by mitzvah in chokhlam, you can't give it to him. That not everyone knows that this child knows how to guard truma. And Rashi holds that this child, once he's actually going and doing duchning, which means he's already got the rashes, I call yoydim shevishi stars, she in cotton per kapov, because a cotton can't duchen. Now the fizet comes out that this part of the Gemara is only going on a gadol and not on a cotton. And the rest of the brisa was going on a, a cotton, so Tais is bothered by that, and therefore he says it must be that our brisa is completely going by cotton as well. And it's telling you as long as there's a cotton, that's the purest kapov, that duchning, the din would be that you could give him truma basically even if it's in public. And Tais is on mem base on base at the top points out that even though the Gemara Megillah says that cotton in is his kapov, that just means when he's by himself. But if there are other gedolim that are already doing the siyas kapayim and are duchning, then he can go and join them and do the siyas kapayim. And that's what Agamar meant that if there's a cotton that's Yodea and he knows how to do Duchning and he Duchens when there's another Gadol there, then the din is that you could give him Truma 
Gemara, even basic Gronis, and Taisus then brings from a Gemara Chulun, where it's mashmer that a cotton or a person can't go in Duchen until this Mali Ziknai. And that Taisus says either that's also talking about when there's no one else there, or he says, Inami, there's actually three different periods of time, but again, he sees Kapayim. One time is when you're a child, you can only Duchen with other people. When you get older and you're already by mitzvah, then you could Duchen even by yourself. But then there's a third period of time, as Taisus points out, Lisa's then you need this malazik and the Gemara continues on membeis on membeis. If there's a child that knows how to do shchita, then you can eat from shchita. And Rav Huna, Bahusha Gadol Oim Lagaber, Rav Huna clarifies and says it's only if there's a Gadol that's watching over him. As Rashi points out, that this child technically knows how to do shchita, even though he's not a bucky in the halachas of shchita, then you can eat from shchita. And as Rashi points out, Bahusha Gadol Oim and he saw they didn't do Shia and Drisa, which of course would pass it. And Tyson points out that's Mashma from Rashi, that if he doesn't know how to do Shrita, even though a God watch him, he does a perfect job, it's still going to be us to eat from Shrita, and the Gemara continues, if there's a child that's capable to eat from the Chamesh Mini Dogan from grains and he ate an actual Kazayas, then you have to keep yourself far away from his soil from his excrement and from his urine for Amis in order to daven or to say Kriyashma as Rash points out. And Rash says, Because the soya of these minim would smell and therefore it has a din, they have to stay away for Amis, but it's only if he actually ate a kazayas from these minim. And the Gemara continues, That's only if he eats it within the shear of pras. And Rashi points out, if this cotton can't eat a kazayas then it's as if he ate a chetzi zayis today and a chetzi zayis tomorrow and then Allah that there's no din of starfus and therefore we don't have a problem of davening within four amas of this child soya or me meraglam when you have an adult even though for example he is sick and therefore he can't eat a kazayis the din is that he still have to be a machikim and say also me meraglam ab amas as it says in the passage if someone increases knowledge his pain increases and the smell of his waste also increases. And the Gemara continues, If there's a child that he could eat a kazayis of roasted meat, then you could add this child into your chabura, that it has to be someone that's royal then you could join him into your chabura. That even if a child could eat sli, it's still not a shear that you could join him into your chabura until he's able to actually discern and be able to see what is something that's Michael, Ketan, what are we referring to? If you give a child a pebble and throw it away, and if you give him a nut, he'll keep it, then you see that he has a shear, that he's considered Roy it's considered Ishlafi Achloi. And we can start the next parak. The din of Lulav, as well as the mitzvah of Arava that was done in the base of Migdash for seven days of Sukkot, is either going to be for six days during Sukkot or seven days during Sukkot, as we'll explain in a moment in the Mishnah. Saying halal or the mitzvah of eating Mishalmi Simcha, as Taz points out, when it's not Shaykh to have Shalmi Simcha, then you have a mitzvah of Samchai, Bixus Nekiyo Vyayin Yashon. So the din is for eight days. Sukkah Venisach the mitzvah of Sukkah and Nisach which of course was done in the base of Mikdash every single day during Sukkah, during the Tamshal Ben Abayim, together with Nisach Yayin, which is done every single day of the year. That was done for all seven days of Sukkah and not for Shmini Atzeris. And both the mitzvah of Sukkah and Nisach are done on Yontiv as well as on Shabbos. Of course, there's no problem, there's no malacha being done over here, and therefore, of course, it's done on Yontiv as well as Shabbos.
Shabbos. However, Bachalil, Chamish Veshisha, the flute that they used during the Simchas Beit Sheva, which was done every single day of Sukkot, only was able to be used five or six days of Sukkot because it's not Deichel Shabbos and it's not Deichel Yontiv. And therefore, if Sukkot fell out on Shabbos, so therefore Yontiv as well, Shabbos was the first day, then you have six days left and you can use the flute and other musical instruments for the rest of Yontiv, for six days of Yontiv. However, if Shabbos was in the middle of Chalmaid, then the first day of Yontiv, of course, you can't use the Chalil because it's not Deichel Yontiv and it's not Deichel Shabbos in the middle of Chalmaid and therefore all you'll have left is five days. And the Mishnah now explains it. So Lulav Shiva, Kate said, how do you have Lulav for seven days? Yontiv Rishon Shachag, Shachalish B'Shabbos, Lulav Shiva, the dinners that Yontiv Rishon of Sukkot falls on Shabbos, then you take Lulav for seven days because Lulav is Deichel Shabbos on the first day of Yontiv, both for the base of Mikdash and outside the base of Mikdash during the time that the base of Mikdash was standing. V'Shakal Yom Shisha. However, if Sukkot fell on any other day, then you can have Shabbos during Chalamai because of course you have to have a Shabbos within those seven days of Sukkot. At that point, you're only going to be taking Lulav six days because Lulav will not be Deichel Shabbos when it's on Chalamai. How do you have a case of Harava that's seven days? That if the seventh day of Yontif of Sukkot fell out on Shabbos, then you take Harava seven days. Now this Harava, of course, we're not talking about Harava in the Lulav. We're talking about Harava that they used to use for Hashan Rabbah and for all days of Sukkot that they used to either go and circle the Mizbeach with that rubber, or they would actually take that rubber and stand them up around the Mizbeach and then walk around the Mizbeach with their Lulavim. But in any case, that's only Deicha Shabbos when it's on the last day of Yontiv, Vishakal Yom Shisha. However, if Shabbos fell out on any other day of Chalamayid or on the first day of Yontiv, then it's not going to be Deicha Shabbos and therefore a rubber can't be taken on that day. So you only have six days left when you are taking that rubber. And the Mishnah continues, Mitzvah Lulav Ketzad Vishabbos. What do you do when you have the Mitzvah Lulav on Shabbos? The first day of Yontif that fell on Shabbos, then they took the Lulav into Habayis before Shabbos. And keep in mind that we just learned the Mishnah on Mem Alpha Mabayis that said, And we're not talking over there about the base of English. And the Gemara will discuss what the difference is between our Mishnah and the Mishnah on Mem Alpha Mabayis. And our Mishnah continues, And the Shamasim, the people who are Chayza, who are checking to make sure everything was taken care of, they would be accepting the Lulav from these people. And the Shamashim would be Masada, the Lulavim, on top of the benches, which were on the side of the Harabais, that people would be able to sit on it almost like bleaches were set up on the Harabais. However, the elder people that were scared that maybe they'd be crushed in the rush to get Lulavim and Estragim on Yantiv, they would leave their Lulavim in a room. And they would teach all the people to say, Anyone that gets my Lulav into their hands and got the wrong Lulav, I'm giving them Matana. And as Rashi says, because this way it won't be guzzle and it won't be shawl. As the Pasuk says, it has to be lochem. The next day, they would get up early in the morning and they would come to the base of And the Shamasa would take the Lulavim and throw it in front of them. And they would grab them and they would be hitting each other. When Bezin Suda came to Sakana, his skin would Then instead of going and taking the Lulav in the base of Migdash on Shabbos, they would be that everyone should take Lulav in their own house in order to be yaitzah, the chiv of taking lulav on Shabbos and we will stop over here.